What's up guys, today I'm gonna to be talking all about why there's certain contracting industries, even if they seem like the perfect client, that I will not take on. And why in your business, there's actually certain services that you probably provide right now that you actually shouldn't. So stick with it and we'll learn how to identify what you shouldn't be doing for your business. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Logan Schinholster with Contractor Growth Network and today, I'm gonna to give you three aspects of why I will not take on what's called a higher urgency contracting business. And here are the, the industries that I'm talking about. Roofing, can't do it. Fire restoration or like, you know, like any sort of like restoration company, I won't take them on. And let me walk you through why. So growing up, my dad, you've probably seen it at this point, he's a pond builder, right? Which is a very low urgency desire in people's lives. Like nobody's gonna die if you don't get a pond built. So that's what I know, right? I grew up in this world of just having to constantly build a relationship online with people and that's how you get them to buy because that's how I learned marketing. I didn't learn it from run all these ads because people need their pond cleaned in the next 10 minutes, which is what happens with roofing companies. If a big storm comes by and people's uh, roofs are leaking, you need to be out there ASAP. So the way that you market something like that is completely different than the way that you market a low urgency thing. Let me give you an example. Let's say you've got a car company. Unless, this, unless whoever's buying it doesn't have a car right now or their car broke down and they need a brand new one so they can get to work tomorrow, it's gonna be a, kind of a longer, more drawn out sales process. But on the flip side, if that car company actually also has a, an emergency service or roadside assistance, that is more of an emergency type of deal. So if you were to say, hey, how do you actually market a car company to sell cars versus how do you market a car company to sell roadside assistance? Those are two totally separate things. Right, so that's exactly what I grew up in. As I grew up more selling a long-term car versus a really quick, really immediate need of a roadside assistance. So if you're like a GC or a landscaper and people are asking you to do stuff that you're not comfortable with, there is a certain level of yes, you know, you need to kind of venture out to figure out, you know, I haven't done this before, but let me try it. There's a certain level of that, but a lot of people take on every single job that people ask them for. And when you're a master of none because you're a jack of all trades, it's really tough to then throw out all these high price point things. All right, so be cognizant of that, of that if you're doing everything for everybody, then you're no longer seen as the expert in one individual thing. I know that variety is a spice of life, so you're probably thinking, well, you know, I, I need to do more things because otherwise I'm gonna be a one trick pony you can be, you can add variety to whatever service you're providing. So if you're a GC and you really just wanna focus on bathrooms and kitchens, that's fine. You can add variety in the types of bathrooms and the types of kitchens that you do. Or you can add variety in like the different, you know, features you have or the different customers that you uh, like to go after. Like you can market high end and then also low end in two different ways. So you can have variety, but just don't, don't venture out into unknowns just because, just to chase a dollar, because a lot of times you're gonna end up way underbidding it and just getting screwed on the back end. So make sure you stick with what you know. I'm not saying don't venture out, nothing gained, nothing lost, but just be aware that sometimes sticking with what you know is gonna be the most steady eddy way to grow a business. Number two reason why I no longer take on these high urgency industries is because I don't enjoy them as much. Let's talk about the difference of why people get their roof done versus why people get their kitchen remodeled. Roof, right? You have to get it done. It's leaking, it's gonna mess up the rest of the house. 
you have to do it. So from a marketing standpoint, I'm really going more for speed and immediate need and things like that, which is to me not as enjoyable as you know, creating a website that shows like the before and afters of some of these projects, right? It takes a different kind of person and it's a whole different kind of business model to run a roofing company versus a kitchen remodeling company. So I actually enjoy the kitchen remodeling side of things way more than the roofing side of things because it's just more visually appealing. Again, because I grew up in that. So the things that I know from like my dad's pond company, I know the benefits and the aesthetics that come with ponds and that's why people buy those sorts of things. So I've grown accustomed to understanding and really enjoying those things. So I personally just enjoy it way more dealing with the remodelers, landscapers, people that are like stepping in and creating art more so the people that are stepping in and just fixing a base, you know, a, a problem. And the problem is more so on this disaster happened or the insurance company stepped in and said that they'll help me out. So I need to get my roof re-shingled, things like that. So it's actually, I don't enjoy it as much. So if there's certain, you know, like services that you provide that you just don't like that much, I mean, think about like, you know, you probably have certain clients, right? That you go, oh, I don't want to deal with them. They're a pain in the ass, but it's, it's money coming to the door. Once you fire those clients, and you're probably thinking to yourself, oh my God, how am I gonna make payroll? How am I gonna do this? Somehow, as long as you're doing the right stuff, the universe works itself out. That if you fire those clients that you don't like, well, it's gonna work itself out that more people that you do like, because now you're more of a streamlined business, start to fall into your lap. So by doing the right stuff, the, the world knows this. So it's gonna to start to come in and, and bring in the right kind of clientele. So the services and the clients and things like that that you don't actually enjoy doing, just get rid of them or outsource them or sub them out to somebody else so you can focus on the things that you do like. So for me, if you come to me and you're a roofing company, I know other marketing agencies that can help you. I won't be the one, I'll show you to somebody else because they're way more suited for this and I just don't personally enjoy it. And the last aspect of this is why do I not work with some of these higher urgency you know, contracting companies is because for me, I'm a big fan of cash flow. If you ever listen to Grant Cardone or some of these people, cash flow is like the lifeblood of a business. If you continuously have cash coming in, you can do stuff with it, right? But if you're all tied up and everything is sitting stale, you're stuck. So for me, the way that we do things is the clients that I work with, I wanna make sure that even in the off season, even in the times that they're like, yeah, we don't need to do a big push for marketing, there is still stuff that we can do with them together to prep for the next season. So let's say it's the, the dead of winter, it's January and February, and nobody's doing kitchens and bathrooms. Well, people still have it in the back of their minds. So at that time, I can still be working with you to actually build relationships with people online. They're not gonna buy today, but when it comes time for March and April, when they are starting to like wanna buy, well, you've already had a several, you know, several month period of working with them, so it's great for you because you're constantly marketing to them even when they're not directly looking today, they're looking you know, a couple months down the road. And for me, it's a steady stream of income. So it's way safer to do that versus doing straight lead generation for a roofing company because when they need leads, they turn it on. When they don't need leads, they turn it off. And I don't want that. I don't want to always be in acquisition mode. I like the, let's bring you in, and then that way it's a win-win because even when your clients or the re, you know, remodeling clients aren't buying new kitchens, there's still stuff that they should and need to be doing to continue to grow their company. It just might not be right now, 
but there's still marketing that has to go on. And I like that because it's just constant recurring revenue. So from a, do I ever want to sell this business standpoint? It's solid. From a, do I go home and worry about where the next, you know, where my next meal is coming from? Point of view, it's solid. And that's what's going on with remodelers. There's a lot of remodeling companies and design build landscape companies. All they do is acquisition mode. Imagine if you did a million dollars in business this year for your, let's say, landscape company and half of it came from design build and half of it came from maintenance. Well, you know, you're at least gonna get a half a million each year unless something crazy happens, right? Just imagine having that every single month, just another, at this point, what, $40,000 come in? Recurring revenue is everything. And that is a big part of, for remodelers, figuring out what can you sell that's recurring. It's, you can't sell a kitchen and then like, you know, do recurring kitchens with somebody because they've already bought the kitchen. So you need to figure out a way to sell like a service package or something like that, that, you know, it's just easy money coming in. Hey, I'll build you a kitchen and then we actually have a warranty on it. The kitchen costs 30 grand, warranty is a thousand bucks. So the whole point of warranty is yes, you sell them, you know, this, this warranty package. So if something does go wrong, you're there to help. But a lot of times nothing, nothing goes wrong. And you're just making money over and over and over. So now you're actually having a cash flow positive business where even if it's August and there's nobody wanting to remodel their kitchen or it's January and February and people are huddled up in their homes, you're still getting money from all these other projects because you have them on a service or warranty plan. So for me, I love cash flow because it really helps keep us in business and allows us to strategically budget stuff out. So if we're gonna try to make a big push of let's hire some more people so we can get better at this or that, I can forecast out and go, well, in this month we should have about this much money coming in. Can we afford it? Yes or no. Cash flow is everything. Figure out ways to do recurring revenue in your business. I talked about it on a previous podcast before. Find ways to make this thing happen. So those are the big three reasons why I will not take on higher urgency contracting companies. One, it's not what I know. I, I, you know, aim small, miss small is a big line from the Patriot. I'm not afraid of stepping outside the, the box and trying new things, but I like to step outside the box and try new things in the industries that I know. Number two, I don't enjoy it as much. If you enjoy what you're doing, you're never going to work a day in your life. I just made that up on the spot. So make sure that you're actually loving what you do because it's way easier to go to work. So if there's services you don't like to do, outsource them or get rid of them. If there's clients that you don't like, outsource them or get rid of them. Same deal. And number three, figure out ways to get recurring revenue because for us, the lower urgency companies are way easier to, to create recurring revenue systems because even in the downturn of an economy, let's say people aren't buying kitchen remodels, there's other things that we can do together and because we've been working so long and not in a turn it on, turn it off situation, we're gonna figure it out together. So those are my big three. Do me a favor, hit the like button on this video if you thought this brought you any value at all, even if it was one little thing, helps out the YouTube algorithm a lot. Please do it, good luck, thanks.